Are you having a difficult time treating your patients with shoulder conditions? Are you looking to take your clinical skills to a new level? Or are you planning on taking the OCS? I'd like to tell you about the Shoulder Independent Study Course by the Academy of Orthopedic Physical Therapy. Written by some of our profession's leading shoulder experts, such as George Davies and Sue Falzone, it includes topics such as appropriate interventions following rotator cuff repairs and treatment of anterior shoulder instability. We hope you'll visit us at orthoptlearn.org, purchase this course, and take the next step in your professional development. Before we get started, I do want to say thanks to our friends at Arius Medical Staffing uh, for, uh, for helping to support the show. They've been helping physical therapists and physical therapist assistants find jobs, short-term, long-term, for more than 20 years. See what's available out there. Something that makes you excited, something that drives your passion. Uh, right now at their website, aureusmedical.com. I'll say it again, aureusmedical.com. That's their website. Take a look. Uh, again, for more than 20 years, finding great therapists, uh, a place, short-term or long-term assignment, whatever's right for you. Uh, in this episode, I get to bring on some uh, some guests who've already been on the show. Sky Donovan, no stranger to the program, as well as Megan Brown. Uh, Sky, the chair at Marymount University, and Megan Brown, a Marymount alum, which is uh, special for me because, yeah, it's where I went to school. Uh, we dig into some stuff that was, uh, well, kind of on the, on the tips of our tongues. If you were watching that Michael Jordan documentary, right, The Last Dance, we talk about how do you choose your starting five in your life, personally, professionally. We dig into what that means with, uh, with Sky and Megan, as well as celebrating the fact that Sky was just elected to the American Physical Therapy Association's Board of Directors. Congrats again. Let's dig into the show. Uh, again, want to say thanks to our friends at Arius Medical Staffing, as well as our friends at Owens Recovery Science. Uh, see what personalized blood flow restriction rehabilitation training can do for your clinical practice right now at OwensRecoveryScience.com. Broadcasting to physical therapists around the world. It is. This is the PT Pinecast. May I introduce? Please allow me to introduce you to. Here's your host, physical therapist, Jimmy McKay. Ladies and gentlemen, entering the studio now. You guys, have, you guys have been on for th- you know, four or five episodes. Megan Brown, Sky Donovan, welcome to the show, ladies. Hi, hi, Jimmy. Uh, first question like is the hardest. Uh, what are we drinking? Well, I'm playing to my audience, so that's the official PT Pinecast, PT Pinecast, right there. Megan, what do you got there? One part tequila. One. Oh, part I think you might be muted. Oh, I think I'm, I am. Oh, you're not muted. You're just delayed a little bit. No, you're delayed. You're delayed. It's okay. We'll figure out what you're saying. It'll just be a few seconds late. Uh, I would like to, uh, I would like to start with a little bit of fanfare. Congratulations. Uh, Sky Donovan elected uh, APTA board of directors. uh, Just yesterday is when that happened. So congratulations. I got a whole 24 hours, but I already have an APTA email address. So um, <laughs> I, am, I am really blown away and um, I'm really grateful for this opportunity. And um, it's it's just a, a great privilege to try to be able to serve an association and a profession that's done so much for me personally. And it's, it's my honor. Yeah. I got a few favorites. I know you've only had the position for less than 24 hours, but you know, I'm sure you, how come you haven't done more yet? Right, Sky? How come you haven't, what haven't you done this? Why haven't you done that? Right. Uh, so, All I'm doing is drinking a beer right now. So that's, that's what I'm doing. 
my APTA right there, getting stuff done with beer in hand. I like to hear. Uh, we wanted to talk about uh, some, some things that were going on uh, just a few weeks ago, something that kind of really just gripped the nation in terms of uh, not Tiger King. I'm not alluding to Tiger King. I'm talking about uh, The Last Dance and uh, Michael Jordan. And it actually pains me to say some of the audience might be young enough where they're like, yeah, I kind of remember. I kind of know who that guy is. But uh, Megan, you uh, you said uh, you were you were you know, keeping track of that last dance documentary, multiple part series. And that was something you wanted to bring up in terms of team. And you do that as a physical therapist and as a business owner. Um, it's important who you have on your own starting five. To- totally. Am I still delayed? Can you no, hear you're good now. Oh, good. Um, yeah. You know, the thing that moved me about that documentary is we were all, we all watched his career and I even was playing basketball, although sitting the bench, but, but my team was really good. So I will say that. Um, and you know, we were, we were kind of kids and young adults when he was in his prime and then to hear his whole backstory and his leadership style and his, um, just his drive to win. It was really fascinating to see that. And it, it was, um, I was inspired. I was re-inspired by MJ. Yeah. It had been so long. And, you know, I feel like Michael Jordan now is literally an icon. Like he's a logo. He is jump man. He's on everything. And it was good to see that human behind, like, how did he get there? Right. Cause he doesn't do a ton of public appearances, right. He's not on social media all the time, but he's kind of always in the ether. He's jump man. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and sky, I know you were watching it too. Did you watch it with your boys? What did they think? Oh yeah. They were, they were very into it. My, uh, 12 year old would watch it religiously. He knew exactly when it was coming out and he was riveted and he was like, I can't believe you lived during this time. (laughs) (laughs) Like it was in the 1800s. I was like, yeah. Time of MJ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when people could fly. Um, I thought it was a, a really interesting uh, uh, look. It definitely made me say, oh, my gosh, I, you know, because I think as you look back, some of those things, I don't think they, they sort of blend together. But you're like, no, this went on for that for that many. Yeah. His reign was that long in terms of being at the top of his game. Um, so so how do you how do you translate, you know, teamwork and that that attitude? Uh, and for the audience who doesn't know, Megan owns uh, Mind the Mad in Alexandria, multiple location, um, physical therapy, Pilates, live classes. We've talked uh, on an episode not long ago on how you pivoted and went online, as we're doing right now with Happy Hour. But focusing on that kind of starting five mentality, your fab five, how do you do that? How do you make sure the people around you are the right people to be on your team? Well, I think the thing that that really struck me about that particular documentary was, I think it might've been episode seven when, uh, he gets asked, are you afraid that you're not seen as the nice guy with your leadership style? Because he was very much, um, I don't know if people said intimidating. I can't, I can't remember. I want to watch the whole thing over again, but what he really did is he, he pushed people to be their best. He put, he knew, he believed in them if they didn't believe in themselves and yes, they had the skills and he believed in them and he didn't let go. He didn't let down on them. He constantly pushed them to play their best. And that to me just really, it, it struck me from a physical stare, phys, physical stereotype, physical therapy standpoint. It's the tequila. Acceptable here. To like, that's what we do. And what's our style as physical therapists? How do we, empower people or how do we push people to really feel like they can accomplish what they're capable of? Because most people that walk in our doors, they have the power. 
we're the ones who are guiding them on um, on the strength and the increase in function. Yeah. And you've got to you've got to make sure you're reading that person, right? Whether it's a colleague in terms it's a business partner, it's a patient interaction. You got to make sure you're reading that patient. Right. We mentioned that with Jerry at the top of the show, which is we should probably lead with our ears. Right. My grandmother used to say got two ears and one mouth. Use them accordingly. I didn't listen, but you should. Right. Listen, listen, listen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think, well, Sky's been in my class, like my hair is soaking wet because I just taught a class and Sky's hair is nice and dry and blown out. And she was in my class just a mere hour ago. And that's my, that's my style is I, I am kind of known as being mean in class, not in like a therapeutic class, but like in a, in a workout class, I'm mean, I push people because I believe in them. I believe understanding the biomechanics and understanding physiology as a physical therapist. So I'm going to push them beyond what they think their limits are. But for me as a clinician, I don't think that they're limited. That's the interesting thing. I like that. Uh, as we, that's uh, why we're friends because she pushes me. So, you know, to your point of the fab five, I consider myself more of a point guard. Like I look around and I see who's going to score and I'm like, give it to them. Right. Cause I don't need to be the person that's going to the hoop. Um, and I think that I have spent a lot of years in my life just surrounding myself with people who are all the same as me. And it wasn't until I had this realization as I matured, um, you know, it really, what makes you grow and we all want to grow, right? Even though it's hard, um, is to surround yourself with people who are also interested and invested in growing and they bring different strengths to the table. And to your point, Megan, I would not have had this hair had you not showed me the magic round curling brush um, when we stayed together at uh, CSM. So um, we all have different strengths and um, it's really important because it's really easy and, and it's, it's comfortable to be around people that are always patting you on the back and are like, great job, you're, you're doing great. But really, you know, and you've always been one of those people for me too, even as a student, you know, you want to push yourself outside your comfort zone and, and surround yourself with people who are going to make you be your best and they're going to, they're going to challenge you. So, yeah. Uh, that was one thing that was uh, instilled upon me is, is when I was in PT school, which was uh, finding people that allow you to be your authentic self. What does that, what does that mean to you, Sky? You know, I, I'm all about manners and I'm all about how you conduct yourself and professionalism, but we all have these innate qualities that make us who we are. And if you're always trying to be somebody else, you can never find your true light and you can never be the best you could be. So you need to have people who are willing to be around you and you make mistakes and either they're going to call you out on your mistakes and they're going to help you get past those, or they're going to call you out and they're going to forgive you. And I think finding those relationships are really important because we all have weaknesses and um, really that's when the good stuff happens, right? When you find people that you can share your weaknesses with and you can be authentic in front of them. Yeah. No growing without that. Right. Uh, both of you had recently done something similar. Sky with uh, Marymount University in an academic program. Megan with uh, with a business and and going digital. Uh, what is literally going from something you had done one way in person to going digital like a virtual happy hour? I'd much rather be clinking glasses with you guys right now, but we can't. But we adapt, so we can do that. Um, what did uh, what did flipping on a dime? teach you? We'll go with Megan first. What did, what did flipping on a dime teach you? It's funny. I had this uh, hot Pilates training scheduled for mid-May 
and I'd already moved it. And, and, you know, we talked Jimmy about how difficult it was to pivot a 12 year business in wow. 48 hours, 12 years of an entire business in 48 hours. So I was working really hard and I just, in my head, I gave up. I said, you know, I, this is too much. I'm not going to try to figure out how to create this training since, you know, this is a great excuse to just cancel it. And then something Sky knows, I say this in my class a lot, an excuse is a problem that you have decided not to solve. Oof. An excuse is a problem you have decided not to solve. And I, and I, I say that to my people all the time. And I thought to myself, well, that's an excuse, Megan. And reached out to all of my people and said, hey, I'm going to go for this. I'm going to do my hot Pilates training virtually. And guess what? It's going to be even better. I'm going to give you extra time. I'm going to give you extra check-in and it's going to be hybrid. We're going to do it online. We're going to record all of the lectures so you can go back to them. And then when all of this craziness is hopefully over, we're going to meet together in person and we're going to assimilate it all. And I not only filled up immediately, but I had a three person wait list. And then I had to hire extra people to accommodate the people that I let in after that. So if we, if we let something like this, pull us down and say, this is a problem that I don't feel like solving, then, uh, then yeah, we're not going to move forward. And what if we said that with everything we come with, with every hurdle? Wow. So, I like that excuse is a problem you decided not to solve. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, Jimmy Pacini's kids, you're going to start hearing that all the time. That's perfect. Uh, guy, we'll treat this as your, your parting shot. These 15 minute sessions went fast, didn't they? We got to do this a more long form. I need to talk with everybody a little more, but. Um, oh, it's Scott, good. Keep it quick. Sound bites. All right. Sound and bites. maybe just drop the huge knowledge bomb. So this is the perfect time to end. All that, but I know the bar is high and you'll do it. Uh, so yeah. what did Go Digital teach you uh, in an academic program at our at my alma mater, Marymount University, uh, going all digital with three years of PT students? This will be your party shop. Uh, it taught me to just, um, apologize frequently and to show your human side and, you know, be transparent. Right. I think that was the, the biggest lesson that I learned was, um, over communicating and relentlessly communicating with the students because, and the faculty, because nobody knew what was happening from day to day. And here, you know, it was a great thing for me to have because like Megan, right? She's caring for all of these people. I'm caring for all of these students. And that kept me going because I didn't have the opportunity to shut down. And um, I'm like we said, we all learned in this process. It was hard for the students, but they, they gave it their best shot and they hung in there with us and it's still not perfect because we're still doing it. Um, but um, we're trying our best. And I just that's all, I just said that to them. You know, I said, it's going to I'm going to make mistakes, but um, I'd rather tell you that up front and we can learn on the journey together. Yeah, but think about that as a lesson from students. Right. They're, I mean, and myself as a second career student. So I came a little bit older. You still look up to your professors as like they know everything. And to see their professor say, listen, I don't know the answer, but we're going to figure it out. I'm probably going to screw up, but I'll also stand up for it and apologize. Like those are lessons. Right. You can take those anywhere. Mm -hmm. I love those. So uh, thank you guys for doing that. Thank you guys for uh, for taking a, a flyer on doing this thing live, because usually we can edit things out if we screw up. You guys, you guys never screw up. Well, I'm the one that usually flubs a few lines. 
This was um, live with you. Didn't we go live at CSM New Orleans? Oh, uh, we? yeah, we did. I don't, yeah. know if it, I don't remember. It was in New Orleans. Let's put it that way. Yeah. We can do it. Let's do it again every week. Let's do it again every week. <laughs> Happy hour. Uh, thank you guys so much for top, stopping by. We've got uh, Tara Jo Manals coming up next. We'll hear more from uh, from you guys uh, in a later episode. We'll definitely have you guys back on for a happy hour. Uh, ladies, thank you so much. We appreciate you stopping by. Thanks, Jimmy. Thank you. Follow us online, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at PT Pinecast. Special thanks for supporting the uh, virtual happy hour and for supporting the show goes to the Academy of Orthopedic Physical Therapy, the leaders in orthopedic physical therapy practice with educational offerings on their website right now, orthopt.org. If you're looking to advance your clinical practice as an orthopedic physical therapist, wouldn't it feel great to know that the people that you're learning from are the leaders in the profession and they've been doing it for a long time and doing it the right way? That would feel great, right? Imagine that feeling and now go right to that website and you've got it, orthopt.org. .org recently gave away a uh, copy access to the current concepts of the orthopedic physical therapy uh, from the Academy of Orthopedic Physical Therapy uh, to a lucky listener. So uh, check out what they have if you're looking to advance your clinical practice by maybe taking the OCS exam. Yeah, current concepts of orthopedic physical therapy is a perfect preparation course for you. Go there now, see what they have to offer, orthopt.org. Again, go there now orthopt.org our home on the internet ptpinecast.com created by build pt build pt provides marketing services specifically for private practice pts from website development and hosting providing content marketing solutions for pt clinics across the country see what build pt can do for you today at buildpt.com all right show today brought to you by the brooks institute of higher learning an innovator in providing advanced post-professional education brooks ihl offering continuing education courses in numerous specialty areas six pt residency programs and ompt fellowship as well as challenging but rewarding internships. The IHL specializes in the translation of information from evidence to patient management. Learn what they can do for you to support your professional development at brooksihl.org. The PT Pinecast is a product of PT Pinecast LLC. It is hosted and produced by PT Pinecast CEO Jim McKay and CBO Sky Donovan from Marymount University. We talk PT, drink beer, and record it. This has been another pour from the PT Pinecast. The PT Pinecast is intended for educational purposes only. No clinical decision-making should be based solely on one source. While care is taken to ensure accuracy, factual errors can be present. More on the show at ptpinecast.com.